Hey mommies, my name is Lori and this is the Midnight Mommy Podcast. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl Lori and you are now listening to the Midnight Mommy Podcast where we dive into the dark moments of motherhood in light of who we are in Christ. So today we are talking about bloodline breakers. Now, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> there was plenty of us who have started on this journey with Christ, and we was like, okay, you know, Lord, I'm a bloodline breaker. All right, cool. We knew that the assignment was a, a heavy one because it was a lot that we needed to learn, and, you know, we needed to learn how to move quickly. We needed to learn how to be sensitive to Holy Spirit. Like We needed to learn how to properly use prayer and other things that are in our arsenal in order to break demonic covenants and... Um, you know, break curses and all types of stuff. But baby, okay? Okay? I must say, if somebody would have told me that being a bloodline breaker was going to look like this, I probably wouldn't have took it up. (laughs) I probably been like, nah, Jesus, get somebody else to do it. (laughs) Get somebody else. Because this right here is ghetto. Just, nope. It's a no for me. Um, But the reality is, and it just hit me, that being a bloodline breaker, as rough as it may seem, especially when you begin to go through it, um, it's necessary. It is absolutely necessary. And if we can be honest, and I would just say ask the Lord, really, if we can look back on the people who are in our uh, bloodlines, if we would just look back on what their lives look like, what their children's lives look like, all the things, you have to ask, well, God, why me? Why did you choose me to do it? All these other people in my family, can nobody else do it? And the answer most likely is no. The answer is most likely that somebody else did not take up the assignment. They refused to do it. And what you see in your families is the result of them not stepping into the place that the Lord was calling them to. And lo and behold, here you are. Now it's your assignment because you trusted God and, but you can't turn back now. (laughs) So I guess this episode is more of an encouragement for those bloodline breakers. Do not turn back now. Do not turn back now. I know, I know, trust me that being a bloodline breaker is not the easiest assignment ever. It's not pretty. I say this to people all the time. Like, listen, the assignment isn't always pretty. It's not always going to make you feel good. It's not going to always yield the results that you think that it will initially, right? But it's worth it. It's worth it. I think sometimes for many of us, we go into it thinking like, okay, God, I'm going to go in, I'm going to pray, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and things are going to change. Yes, things are going to change, but you also have to be mindful that a lot of these things were, you know, they were done so long ago and over some time that these things have deep roots, right? Think about like a sycamine tree. Sycamine tree has deep, tangled up roots. So when you are going in, 
and you're praying and you're tearing stuff down and you're breaking and renouncing and all the things, you have to remember that you are tearing away at the roots. You are plucking it up. You are annihilating them. And those things might take time. So you might be like, okay, so I'm doing all of that. But now it seems like, now it seems like the warfare is worse or the person is getting worse or whatever the case may be. And absolutely. Why? Because the enemy knows that he is losing ground. You have to understand that sometimes it's going to look worse before it gets better. Well, well, not even sometimes. I'm just going to honestly tell you a lot of times it looks worse before it gets better, especially if these are deeply rooted issues and they've been, you know, renewed and spoken out of the mouths of other people over the course of some time. And you just have to focus your eyes on the cross, focus your eyes on the assignment, focus your eyes on Jesus and speak up. Something that I heard the other day and I thought it was so good was that a bloodline breaker is not a quiet assignment. And I sat there and I was like, wow, because some of us are like, well, you know, I know that I'm a bloodline breaker, but then you quiet. The Lord has the Lord has chosen you and you've taken up the assignment because he knew he could trust you to disrupt the systems that are in operation in different spaces in your life. That you'll be the one to cry loud and spare not. He knew that you would be the one to raise your voice and to speak against it, to tear it down, to annihilate it with the power of God, the blood of Jesus, your tongues. He knew that you were the one that was going to do it. So do it. And something that really came to me was that, what if I didn't take this up? What would my kids' lives look like? And I never looked at it like that before, but the reality is that our children really get to see what it looks like to fight well. So like, yes, we are doing this for them, but you don't understand the seeds that you are sowing into their own lives in order for them to understand how to cover their families, how to cover themselves, because they're not going to be with you forever. This whole idea, like, my baby's going to be with me forever. No, they're not. They're going to leave. They're going to find other people who they love. You know, they're going to have families, some of them. They're going to, you know, go off to school. They're going to start their careers. They're going to live life. And we do our children a disservice by only teaching them how to take care of themselves in the natural, but then not how not how to persevere and push forward in the realm of the spirit. Listen, everything that you see manifested in the natural, it has first been wrought in the realm of the spirit. The seed has been sown, the door is open, all the things. What you're seeing in the natural is literally just the what you're seeing in the natural. What you're seeing in the natural is literally just the the seeds sprouting, producing a harvest of the things that were put in the ground in the spirit. That is what you are seeing. This is this is what you are seeing. You're seeing the harvest of the of the word curses. You're seeing the harvest of you know any covenants and curses. You're seeing that. You're seeing the literal manifestation 
of the seeds of lust and perversion, adultery, addictions, you're seeing that. And then it doesn't make it any better that our kids live <laughs> in the world now in this age of technology and indifference and apathy. You know, they're living in that age. They're consuming all of these things through TV, through YouTube. And bro, we do them a disservice by keeping our faith a secret. We do them a disservice by talking to our father only in private. We do them a disservice when we worship by ourselves, but then we don't translate that before them. We do them a disservice. Because then they're not going to know what to do. It's not enough that we just tell them. We have to show them what that looks like. Like, hey, I know for sure. Millennials, okay? Mm-mm. We are not with the do as I say, not as I do nonsense. Because we like, but bro, how am I supposed to know what to do if all I see you do was the opposite of what you told me to do? Like, what? <laughs> that don't even make any sense. That makes no sense. And yes, I understand that you make choices, but how am I supposed to know how to navigate certain situations and what to do if I'm looking to you? for what the right thing to do, you're doing the wrong thing, but then telling me to do the right thing. What? This doesn't make any sense. And that's the same thing with us. We can't tell our kids to do one thing, but then we don't actually put on display what that thing looks like. It just doesn't make any sense. Nobody wins. Nobody wins because ultimately they'll end up making this, the same decisions that we didn't want them to make, but it, it, it would just be packaged differently. I've, I've learned that over some time. I've learned that although, for example, right, let's say you watch your parent not treat the other parent very well. So in your mind, you're like, I'm not going to do nothing that they did. I'm going to do all the things opposite than what they did because I want to make sure my spouse, you know, feels loved and protected, appreciated this, that, and the third. So we start doing it from that space. And when we, and sometimes we will do this thing without God. We will do it without the Lord's instruction because we know what we see, right? And then we want to just sit there and we just want to get it done. Inadvertently, what we end up doing is we so, we're going so hard to not do what the parent did without the inside of Holy Spirit that we think we're doing something good, but in reality, we end up doing something opposite of what we really wanted and doing the same thing that the parent did. Now, that might have been a little confusing, but let me break it down in layman's terms. Let's say let's say your father wasn't very good to your mother. So you're like, all right, well, well let me flip it. Let's say your mother wasn't very good to your father, because <laughs> I'm talking to moms. So let's say your mother wasn't very good with your father. She always was talking out the side of her neck. She always was tearing him down. You know, she didn't really, like, show up like a wife should. She just always complained, and she was disgruntled and upset all the time. And mind you, you watch your dad be humble. You watched him do everything that she asked. You watched him do those things but your mother still wasn't satisfied so you're like okay i'm not gonna do nothing that my mother did here's where some of us go wrong one or two things either we actually do what it is that our mother did or we do the opposite of what she did but not 
how our spouses need it from us. We do it from a place of pride because we see, hey, she didn't do this well. So I want to make sure that I do this for my husband. But without instruction, right, without seeking God, we just start doing stuff. But it's not coming from a pure place. It's coming from a prideful place because we don't want to be like them. So we're like, dang. So here we go. We see the behavior that they've displayed. We decide, hey, I'm going to do the opposite of what they did. Not realizing that really what we were dealing with was a spirit of pride or whatever that thing was. And because we didn't see Holy Spirit, now we operate in the same spirit, just doing something different. But our spouse is still not satisfied because it's not their love language. It's, it's not the same relationship. We don't have the same problems. You might be slacking in another area, but you're spending so much focus on this because of what you've seen, what had, what didn't make sense to you growing up, that you miss out on actually showing up in the way that God wanted you to in your own marriage. So it's like, if we don't tell our kids and we don't display the behavior that we want them to operate in, because they're going to make decisions regardless because, you know, we should be autonomous. We should be in a position where we make right decisions, well decisions. But the reality of the matter is we still have to train them, right? Train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they get older, they won't depart. Hey, let me give you a little caveat right now. It does not say that your children will not stray, okay? Because they're going to make their own decisions. However, it says that they will not depart, right? They won't go their own way for life. They're, they're going to know. They're going to know. They're going to recognize. They're going to understand. These were seeds that were sown. There's a way that I should be. But it's literally them knowing and seeing how to actually do it that makes a difference. So hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> but... That's all I really wanted to give y'all today. That was just something that was on my mind um, as I was reading this morning uh, about different demonic cur- curses and covenants and how to break them and bind them and all types of stuff. And I was just like, huh, I never really would have looked at it in that perspective. Like, my kids need to see me do this. They need to see me respond well. Like, and... I know a lot of times we're like, if I didn't ask for any of this, I don't want to do it. You know, I don't understand why I have to go through it. You just don't know what type of seeds you are sowing, what you're, what you're planting in your kids and other people who are watching you walk this thing out. So I just encourage y'all to walk this thing out well. Walk it, with, walk it out with Abba and make sure that you are training your children, loving on them and walking it out with them as well in the process. So until next time, bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Midnight Mommy. Please visit LoriOsborne.com on the Heart to Heart blog for more nuggets of encouragement. And until next time, don't be afraid to face those dark moments of motherhood because you are who you are in Christ.